And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike. I am drinking a delicious classic bottle of Magna's a sweet Irish cider, which is doing pretty well for the hot weather. And joining me this evening, we have... I'm Alid, and I'm drinking orange and pineapple squash with lots and lots of ice. Hmm. Gone for the sensible option, I see. Mm. Uh, my name's Bailey and I'm also being sensible and I have a lovely uh, orange uh, juice and tonic water um, because after a wedding this uh, week my body started to reject my kidneys so I thought I'd give them a bit of a break <laughs> and uh, yeah so no yeah so having a bit of a sensible uh, night I'm Jordan, and after the same wedding this week, I feel like I want to give my liver a good damn thrashing, so I'm having a glass of red wine. <laughs> go for it, Jordan. <laughs> go big or go home. Um, oh, yeah, Jordan, is there anything you want to um, to plug? Um, I know you don't want to plug your work podcast, but do you have any, like, you know, Jordan's Wines, uh, Baby. anything like that you want to, you want to no, plug? No, <laughs> nothing exciting like that, unfortunately. Jordan's Fruit Wines. <laughs> Jordan's Fruit Wines. <laughs> But, it, but, it, but I hear that it was quite sort of the uh, the Instagram thing for a while you had going. It like you was. Had all sorts of people following you. It was. And then uh, eventually I, I couldn't be bothered to put stuff on Instagram. So it was left for like a year, just stagnant, not doing anything. So, sorry, John, do, do you actually make wine? Like, Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's you... just the way people talk about it. It's like, you, like you're doing it in your bathroom or something. Like... <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I am pretty much. Oh, okay. But if you, There's nothing wrong with that. If you go on um, Vineyard Diaries on Instagram, it's oh. all the whole journey is on there. And to be oh. fair, I should probably get back on it now that I live like two minutes away from my, my own little vineyard. I probably should be oh. doing more stuff with it. That's so cool. No, I will yeah. definitely be giving you a follow. Uh, so Vin- Vineyard Diaries, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone wanted to catch that again, that's Vineyard Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the infinite escape room? Well, it's an escape room and it's infinite and it happens in your ears and imagination. One of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, today it is me, while the others try and solve it. And if they don't escape within the allotted time, then they will lose and sad, terrible things will occur. Oh, and before we kick off, we would just like to thank our fabulous patrons, in particular Lily, Colin and Maggie, who support the podcast and keep the episodes online. If you'd like to join their ranks for as little as a pound a month, you can do so at patreon.com slash the infinite escape room. You can check out the link in the episode description below. So folks, yeah. are you ready? I'm ready. Well, with, 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 with energy levels like that, we are going to fly through this one. I'm, I'm very encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> Too much energy. No. No. <laughs> All right, Ali. No. <laughs> Ali's used up his entire lot of enthusiasm ever. for the <laughs> Is that a Welsh thing, Oggy Oggy Oggy? Hmm. Hmm. I think so. Oggy 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 Oi Oi Oi. Pretty sure it's the Welsh rugby team chant, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was an English football hooligan thing. What? What? No. <laughs> football. Last week, you were all involved in a dreadful accident and had to use spooky poltergeist powers to work out what had happened and accuse the guilty. 
Having correctly guessed that you were all terrible people who shouldn't be on a motorway slip road, you returned to your bodies alive, kicking and ready to puzzle once more. Dusting yourselves off from a mix of tarmac and your own now magically replenished blood, you hear a car roaring down the road towards you, and having spent enough time dead today, step onto the grass verge to let it pass. It doesn't, though. It pulls up beside you, and the driver bursts out and hurriedly opens the rear doors of the car, gesturing you inside. You're late! My God! You're so very late! I have been looking for you all morning! Ignoring your protests, he bundles you in the back of the car, a spacious Mercedes bearing the slogan Luftwaffe Taxis. He hops into the driver's seat and sends you all careening back onto the motorway. Ah, this is all my fault. I'm so, so sorry. I tried to pick you up earlier, but the slip road was closed for some reason. By the time I doubled back, it was open again. You will have missed the ceremony, but you should be able to make the last bit of the breakfast. He suddenly pulls off the road and starts bouncing the car up a dirt path towards a large, rustic barn festooned in fairy lights. He is clearly keen to get you to your destination, and he plants his foot on the accelerator to clear the last hundred metres. A shame, as three men step out from behind the barn and are then hit by your vehicle. The three of them disappear under the wheels of the car, and you feel your fillings rattle as you bump over them. Gotten Himmel! The driver shouts, and pulls the car to a screeching halt. Jumping out, he runs to look at the bodies and you follow him. The three bodies are men in their late twenties, wearing smart matching dinner suits and shiny shoes, and are all, unfortunately, totally smushed by the passage of your vehicle. The driver wrings his hands and mutters, Acht, not again! before exclaiming and kneeling down to pick up the tie-pin of one of the unfortunate squishies. The pin is etched with the words, Best Man. (laughs) The driver turns to you. What are your names? He asks. Um, Or Emma. Jordan. Toby. Ali and Jordan. No, you don't give real names, good lord. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Bob, Joe and Sasquatch. (laughs) So, you are not Toza, Biff and Graham? Ah, oh, Scheiser, I was supposed to pick up these gentlemen, but they must have found another way here. And now we have done an accident on them. We must fix this. To your surprise, he pulls a Luger pistol from his jacket, puts it between his teeth, and then starts stripping the bodies of their suits. Get dressed. You are Toza, Biff und Graham now. I am not losing my Uber license for killing wedding party again. <laughs> he gestures at you to put on the clothes, and you comply as he waves the luger erratically. You must save the wedding. Disco, due to start in 40 minutes. You make to that, wedding big success, everyone gets medal. You screw this up for me, and I use what I learnt in the Wehrmacht, and do ein Warcrime on you with mein luger. He shoves you towards the barn doors, booting you inside. And others and speeches, no talking to wedding guests. If I humble this, then... He gestures once more threateningly with his luger before slamming the door shut behind you. Your time would appear to start now. What would you like to do? Um, so what, we're, uh, you said barn doors. So are we? What kind? What is? What does the room look like that we're in? Is there any furniture or? Well, you find yourselves in a little reception room. It's tastely decorated in cream colours and scattered with dried flowers. Behind you is the door you came in through. 
behind which is a mad German with a Luger, but you already met him. Before you is a large double door. You can hear light music and happy conversation behind it. To the right of the door is a large trestle table, arranged with wedding stuff. Shall we have a look at the trestle table and see whose wedding this is? Sounds good. Okay, you take a look at the trestle table. You can see that it has a Polaroid camera, a guest book and a day plan on it. Ooh, could we take a look at the day plan? Sure. It reads, Jason and Veronica's wedding. And then appears to be a numbered list of things to happen. Number one, guests arrive. Number two, ceremony. Number three, photographs. Number four, drinks reception. Number five, wedding breakfast. Number six, best men's speeches. And number seven, disco. I'll be sending a screen grab of that into the chat for you. Lovely. Thank you very much. I don't suppose the suits that we've stolen off the dead people have any speeches in them, do they, that we can start reading? Would you like to search yourselves? Oh, yes. Oh, God, that's a Mm. very good idea, Jordan. I've done this before. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Jordan, uh, you search yourself and find a laminated card in your breast pocket entitled How to Do the Perfect Three-Man Best Men's Speech. Bailey, uh, you find a torn fragment of speech. And Allard, you find a hip flask filled with cheap whiskey. Ooh. Yay. Yay. Share that around. And no, it's for the drinks reception. Oh, gosh. Um, so there's a Polaroid and a guest book, there's a as, guest well. book as well. Can we have a look at the, yeah, can we have a look at the guest book? Sure thing. You take a look at the guest book. There's only one entry so far, and it appears to be from the three gentlemen that you ran down oh earlier God, and are now impersonating. It reads, Jay, we love you, mate. We'll never forget the stag. Still laughing at you spending a night in jail because of what happened at the paintball. Love, Tozza, Biff and Graham. Oh, God, rest in peace, guys. Uh, jail stag. Um, any pictures of, of has anything been, pictures been taken with the Polaroid or anything? Okay, so you take a look at the Polaroid, and uh, it's been standard Polaroid cameras being set up for people to amuse themselves with. Um, There don't appear to have been uh, any pictures uh, sort of next to it, but you can see the picture counter uh, currently reads 224. Oh, okay. 224. So on the double doors, can we go through those? Okay, you take a look at the double doors. Uh, You can hear... Laughter and, and merriment on the other side, but you cannot go through. It appears to be locked with a six-digit combination lock. Okay. Oh, six digits. Okay. And we've got three. We've got two, two, four from the thing. Um, can I can I take a look at the torn bit of what the torn bit of speech that I found in my uh, suit says, please? Certainly. Uh, much of it's been destroyed by a tyre mark across the paper. No idea where that's come from. <laughs> no. But you can make out the words, Jay was a right tearaway when we were kids. There was this time at the zoo, and the rest appears to have been destroyed. Hmm. Oh. Kids. Can I inspect my hip flask for any engravings? Uh, there's nothing engraved on it. Just a, a well-scuffed hip flask. Okay. <laughs> With some tyre marks again, or...? <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, just a God. just a little little fleck of blood. Oh, great! <laughs> oh, Jordan, anything? Uh... Well, what else was on that laminated card that you said? It just it just said about the the how to give a perfect speech, didn't it? 
Yeah, so the laminated card was entitled How to Do the Perfect Three-Man Best Men's Speech. The three uh, bullet points on it, rather than me reading this, I'm going to pop it into the text chat. Oh, and, uh, oh wow, okay. Oh, wow, okay. So, each best man should tell a story or anecdote. It shouldn't need to be accurate as long as there's a single grain of truth in there, just enough to make the big man sweat. Each story should end with a pun. That's what people really came for. Don't get drunk before the speeches. Good advice. Oh, yeah. No numbers. Oh, no numbers. Oh, but the the on the list, ceremony phot- photographs and disco are underlined. Oh, 237. Oh. Yeah, 237, 224. Oh, Should we try but, it? So is that the number that we, when we go through, we're going to have to do speech? Oh, God, Collins. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they, is there anything else in the reception area that we're in? That we need to do. You've looked at everything that there is to look at in the reception area. It's a lovely, cosy receiving space. Except there's a man with a luger outside. But we've got 40 minutes until the disco. It's 33 minutes now. Oh, all right. Oh, what should all we right, do? so we need three stories then. Should we just check if it... Un- if it, if we unlock it, can we just make sure that it works and then Absolutely. don't go through? We'll just... We've got time to think about the anecdotes then. So should we just check those numbers work first? Or Collins, is it like when we open well, the door? No, no, no. Like... You're you're absolutely on on the right uh, on the right uh, thing. So oh, okay. Yeah, you, you you can you can unlock the door without fear. Cool. Okay. Cool. Should we should we just check it works? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Let's try the. We can try the lock anyway without opening the door, can't we? So if we just go, should we go two two four two three seven or two three seven two two four? You try both of those in the lock, and neither works. Oh. oh okay. All right. Okay. Well, lucky we tested it then. Um, so, what about the other way round? So seven three two four two two. Oh yeah. Or vice versa. You try that, and it does not work. The lock remains firmly locked. Oh. Hang on then. So Jay was a tear away when we were kids. There was this one time at the zoo. So there's one story. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, can we try? Travel two three four seven as a code. You can. Nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> Just like work out how many combinations. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you've um, only got another nine hundred ninety nine thousand <laughs> to go. Um, is it that the things underlined are the things we've got to do? So we got a story about a zoo. Yeah. Story about paintball. So we've got, we're just Sorry, missing one, aren't we? Do we need to think of the anecdotes first? A single well, a story brain. or anecdote? So it doesn't need to be accurate as long as a single. So, i.e., there was that time at the zoo. That is truth. The rest you can just make up because you did go to the zoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with the paintballing. Yeah. And then you can make the rest up. So we just need one more and a pun for the end of each. Oh my god! Yes, the desktop uh... is about paintball, and you got arrested on the stag. Oh, what was the? What? Sorry, what was in the guest book again? It was an entry from three gentlemen. It was, Jay, we love you, mate. We'll never forget the stag. Still laughing at you spending a night in jail because of what happened at the paintball. Love, Tozza, Biff and Graham. So something happened at... Yeah, so like you said, Alid, something happened at the paintball that winded him up in jail. So that could be one story. Yeah. 
do do shout if you'd like a clue. Yes, please. Uh, yes, please. So while you've found everything there is to find in this area, there's an item that you haven't really investigated very much. Can we look underneath the trestle table just out of curiosity? Uh, nothing there, just oh, okay. fine. As, the, as an item that you've already looked at, but you haven't camera. done anything with. The, oh, can she take a picture? Can we oh. use the camera? Yep, sure. Um, what would you like to take a picture of? Oh, Not um, us, that's incriminating. Can we take a picture of the lock? Yeah, sure. You take a photo of the lock, you hear a click, but nothing happens. And the picture counter advances by one. It now reads 225. 225. Two. Okay. Which means it hasn't got any Polaroid film in it. Because it would have gone dang. Uh, yeah. What if we took a picture of the three of us? You uh, hold the camera arm's length and catch a, a cool selfie of the three of you. Woo-hoo. The counter now reads 226. Is that just the number of photos that have been taken then on that camera? Yeah, it's like the little picture counter you get. It usually oh. sort of indicates how many photographs you've taken on a on a single roll of film. This one has clearly had something go a bit wrong on it. Okay. I'm just wondering, do we take enough photos that we take 237 photos? Oh. Oh. That would be worth a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's get into some interesting uh, shapes, guys. Let's, let's, okay. let's, 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 isn't it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> For sure, yeah. What do you do on a stag? <laughs> or or <laughs> it, when you're in a room on your own with the groomsmen? Uh, this is, see, this is where all the We don't talk about that. Now, yeah. <laughs> the forbidden <laughs> things, baby. You must never know. <laughs> the man's code. Man. Okay. It's like the pirate so, code. What, should we give that Count- a go? Yeah, shall we? Yeah. yeah, go for it. Take 11 Until more photos. Until the counter is at 237. Yeah. Okay, you take 11 more photographs of just anything you see around you and, until you're just clicking the button. As the picture counter hits 237, a stream of photographs <gasps> of, amongst other things, a lock, all three of you, and then Alad's leg over and over and over start <laughs> to spew from the top of the camera. This is followed by one Polaroid of three men in various states of undress in suits and then a little puff of smoke as the poor little machine gives up the ghost. I'll put a copy of the photograph that's just been etched, that's just oh um, come Christ. out. What is this going to be? <laughs> the chat. Ah! Oh, sorry, oh, oh. There they are. <laughs> um. Oh God! They they like you really like the people that we run over. Um, Tos and Biff and Graham. They look eerily like <laughs> people that we know. Suspicious. Yeah, does somebody want to describe the photograph? Uh yeah. So it's um, three guys, um, two quite tall, uh, one about a foot shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just um, you know, having a selfie, arms around each other. Um, the guy in the middle's blonde. Um, looks a bit like Rob Beckett. Um, <laughs> and uh, the guy on the on the right has got shades and is a bit bald and has got a beard at this point. But I believe he's a lot bald now. Like he's a lot shaved. <laughs> shaved her. <laughs> and then the guy to the left is is just the hairiest man I've ever seen. Um, and uh, they're all really happy, and they dress for a wedding, and it's a date. Oh, there's a date on the bottom, um, which is 08 slash 06 slash 21. That would be the combination then. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
Um, should we give that a, the, the date a, a crack on the lock then? Yeah. You enter 080621 and the lock clicks open. <gasps> well, Amazing. You push inside to find yourselves in the middle of a grand converted barn. Glass fronts give you an incredible view of the rolling countryside. It's beautifully decorated with soft white ribbons and curtains. Within the room, a hundred or so guests mill about, chatting at their tables, polishing off the last remnants of what looks to have been an incredible meal. A few heads turn your way curiously, and you try not to catch their eyes. You know that you can't risk giving the game away. Okay. <laughs> um, I just realised we've only got two and an- have we got three anecdotes yet, guys? No, we've only got two. <laughs> We, and no, we can we make one up from the photo? Could, we, just yeah, go remember that time in the, remember when we took that, that time photo? when we took the photo. Yeah, or could we, and that's all it needs to be. That's truth. Yeah, the whiskey. Maybe you could say something about the hip flask scallard. Yeah, like that. Um, who was it? Jason. That like you know gave it you maybe like and why it's got a scuff on it because. It's got a scuff on it, isn't it? So we have to start thinking hard then, aren't we? Mm. We have to have a pun at the end. Has to end with a pun. Oh, Christ. Well, I mean, should. Doesn't say can we just, has to. Just while say While we're having this conversation, can we just like, like, just make our apologies and back out into the other room? Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we're all sure, like, oh I, my God. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't look like anybody's expecting anything of you right now, though. Would you like to have a little look around the room, perhaps? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, Yeah, why didn't I think of that? If you look around this beautifully appointed barn conversion you can see that it's got these wonderful exposed wooden rafters um, all across the ceiling that look incredible there's a, a large dj booth right at the end of the room there's a microphone stand at the head of the room next to the top table and then of course there's the tables and guests uh can i have a look at the microphone stand please mike sure uh, it's a microphone, it's wired in and ready to roll by the looks things. You tap it with your finger and you hear that cool feedbacky sound. We can't talk to the guests directly, can we? No. Does that mean we can't talk to the room? Anyone got any anecdotes? <laughs> 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 How about Jason? Um, not Veronica, though. Don't need... Oh, maybe we could get one from Veronica. Lovely Veronica. Um... Is it worth us having a look at the DJ booth, see if yeah, there's oh, like a playlist or anything? Sure, you wander across the DJ booth that had the room. You can see that it is actually currently locked. Uh, it's locked shut in a wooden cabinet, which appears to require a key to unlock. Oh, shut up. Oh, what? Oh, oh my God. So... Uh, oh, um, uh, can I um, open my hip flask? You can. Is there is there anything rattling inside it? No, nope, there's something sloshing in it. It's bells. Can I, can I pour a little bit on the, of it on the lock? You sure can. <laughs> you now have a wet lock. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, or an Irish lock, if you're no, feeling posh. Anything's Irish with whiskey on it or in it. Um, well, it's a whiskey, isn't oh, it? Hey. Oh, that would have been really clever. Why didn't I think oh, that? Oh, with this, they could, be, they could be your pun. Like, he unlocked the whiskey to Veronica's heart or something like that. Doesn't have to be a good pun. Um... It kind of does. Oh well, I mean, I, I, no, I've never been best man, so I don't know. I've never been funny, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know, Jordan. Um, <laughs> so who's got a key? Is there anything on any of the tables? Any? Uh, well, looking around the room, 
you can see that there are groups of eight or so seated around the large selection of round tables scattered around the barn floor. And the tables are very classily done out and everybody's just having a really lovely time. One of the tables appears to have three empty spaces. Oh. I sit there. Yeah. Oh, I feel so guilty on this one. Like, I just feel really horrible. Um, no, it was your taxi driver who ran them down. Yeah, it was nothing to do with us. Yeah, let's sit down. Uh, you can have trot across uh, and you can see the place settings for the empty chairs include name cards reading Tozza, Biff and Graham. The rest of the guests at this table appear to be having a really engaging conversation about the weather and ignore you. Can we have a look underneath the name cards? Sure thing. So you, you search your places, which have kind of got a variety of dirty plates and things. The food appears to have all been eaten. I suppose the original Tozza, Biff and Graham probably polished theirs off early and then were slipping outside for a fag when you met them. You find an empty box of cigars, some empty plates and a napkin that Graham appears to have been writing on. <gasps> Oh, what does it say? Oh, another anecdote, hopefully. It appears to contain a fragment of speech. Graham really left this to the last minute if he was writing it here. It reads, I'm not saying Jay's a party animal, but this one time we drank a bottle of Jaeger each and then went to KFC. And he doesn't appear to have finished this before he left. There we go. Well, this is our third anecdote. Jaeger and... Jaeger and KFC. chicken. Right, Okay. So now we just need to think of three I... random stories. Yeah. I reckon we can wing it. That ended a pun. Oh, fuck, is that fucking pun. Pardon the French. Ugh. So what are the, what are the stories we've got? Oh, God, Collins, why have we got to think on this one? Jeez, this is too, like, the... Oh, I'm not ready to drink. My pun brain is, is not lubricated. Um, What was it? I'm not saying Jay's a party animal, but... This one time we drank Jaeger and ended up in KFC. Okay. So there's the Jaeger and KFC, there's the paintballing, and then what was the third one? Uh, oh, the tip, tear away, or the one time they went to the zoo. That's it. Maybe the zoo could, and we were monkeying around. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That would work. But it's, a, it's a pun. Is it that, that's a pun, isn't it? It doesn't have to be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like the works of Shakespeare to tell. No, oh, hold on. So we. Oh, oh, hold on. So we've got the monkey. He was monkeying around. Does it have to oh. be a keypun? It could be a keypun. We could do keypuns oh, for all of this. Right. You, you don't have to do keypuns for all of it. I'll, I'll just throw that. Oh, but, it, but it, I've got like two out of three. <laughs> Can I draw your attention to one last thing that you've not looked at in this room? Yes, please. Yes. Uh, you haven't had a look at the rafters yet. Oh, oh. can we? I, hey, I create, I've got an I, idea, I, Collins. Can we look at the rafters? Well, Bailey, seeing as you asked so originally wow. and promptedly, I can certainly take you over to them. They're beautiful waxed oak, and somebody's done just an amazing job with this conversion. So right in the centre of the rafters, you see a large metal box high above you. It appears to have a closed, hinged trapdoor in the bottom and is marked as the Speechometer 3000. There are two large gauges on the side that currently both read zero, one appears to measure groans, and the other groom sweat levels. Ah, right. So I reckon we've got to give a hell of a speech to make everyone groan and sweat enough to open the trap door. And that'll... Yeah, because the disco is after the speeches. So if the music is locked, we need the key so the wedding can finish. 
Does that make sense? And I think the key's in so that So we box. need to yes. open the trap door to get the box out yeah, to get the disco booth but, open for the disco. Yeah, So to, and to get the, to the box, the trap door open, we need to give it an actual good speech. Oh, Collins, any ideas? You're good at these. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I think more importantly, we're obviously past the drinks reception and we are at the wedding breakfast currently. Yeah. So the next thing is we just need to get up on stage and start doing speeches then. Yeah. Yeah. So all we need to do is just think of three speeches, um, deliver puns. them, get the key, yeah, and but, then disco. But it right, needs a lot. Fine. We need to think of puns to do with what the uh, what the story is. So should we just take one, do a quick practice of each one, and just see if we can help each other out with puns? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But how much time have we got left, Colin? Well, let me tell you. You have fifteen minutes oh, and twenty five seconds remaining. That's fine. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Cool. I'm just going to get a fresh piece of paper. Do we each want to take one and run with it? Yeah. Cool. I'll just take uh, this time at the zoo. I'll take the zoo. I'll take the paintballing, and I'll take Jaeger KFC. Insert elevator music here. Ding dang ding. Jay was a tear away when we were kids. There was this one time at the zoo. I think I've got an idea. Can I go in the middle, though? Just because I'm not very confident with the puns. So if I think... Is any of, any of, any of the other two of you um, feeling a bit more confident? Yeah, it's fine. Cool. The pun hasn't got to be good, is it? The entire thing hasn't got to be good. It's all fine. Yeah. I'll be the judge of that. I mean, the speech on to 3,000. I mean, the speech on to 3,000. Yes. Right, shall I... Uh, shall I... Uh, 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 do you want to... Use my words. Approach the podium. Who's that? You approach the podium. And go for it. Cool. You Hello. approach the podium and you grab the microphone. Hello, room. <laughs> Menacing. I have a funny story. Oh, bloody hell. Alan, you sound like a serial <laughs> killer. Everyone's like, oh my God, who the fuck is this? <laughs> 30 of you arrived. Only five will leave. <laughs> so... This Jason that we all like so much, I have a good story. One time, we drank loads of Jaeger, like a little bit too much Jaeger, and we ended up in KFC. And the thing about KFC is that the colonel is very much a mister. You'd almost say a Jaeger meister. But they didn't find our brainwave that the Jaeger meister was the colonel in disguise very funny. Especially when we started trying to pour it on him. Should have really stuck to the whiskey instead of the Jaeger. That would have been key. Whiskey. <laughs> but um. Well, There's I some confused that. groans. Um, That's fine. The groom is very sweaty. Um, possibly hoping that you weren't going to tell the last part of that story where you set the man on fire, because <laughs> that's kind of where that felt like that was going. That, yes, that's kind the, of where that's the unspoken truth. That is. The speechometer is reading a one groan and one on sweat. What? What? So what? What is? What's the max? Three. Three. Oh, okay. Oh no pressure. Wait, Fine. We, there we, we are. That you've makes done sense. your job, Alid. Well done. Yeah, that'll do, mate. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. Shall I go next then? Yeah, you said you wanted to go in the middle. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, sorry, Jordan. Sorry. Okay. It's like a really awkward three-way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's really lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which one am I? Biff or who am I? 
Yeah, I'm going to be Biff. All right. Uh, hello, lads. Hey, JJ. Congratulations, pal. Hey, lads. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm a lad. Uh, definitely not a girl. And uh, uh, so, oh, mate. Jay was a tear away when we were kids. Uh, there was this one time at the zoo. <laughs> so uh, Jay uh, had just started bodybuilding. Um, yeah, pretty young start, but he could handle it. <laughs> Puberty hit early. Um, and he was creating mass, you know, that muscle mass. He was uh, Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger was his, uh, um, you know, was his inspiration. We called him Sexy Jay which was a bit weird space, but never mind. Um, and, uh, you know, we'd, again, we started a bit young, you know, we came up from the school of hard knocks and we had a few tinnies, uh, grabbed a few beers at the, uh, the monkey bars. Eh? And, uh, and, uh, well, we were having a good laugh, you know, um, and, uh, we got up to the, uh, gorilla enclosure. Mm. And uh, Jay, being Jay, uh, started flexing his muscles um, after he caught the eye of the biggest silverback you have ever seen. Um, and then he started flexing his muscles and having his bloody uh, like muscle off with a bloody gorilla, like monkeying around, some might say. Hey, hey, baboon, baboon. Hey, uh, but uh, anyway, um, but that was our time at the zoo and... Uh, well, I mean, I Jay said it was because of the gorilla. It might have been because we were really drunk, uh, but we got kicked out. Um, and that's the story. Uh, congratulations, Jay, again. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> you drop the microphone. Mic drop. The speechometer reads two on the groans, particularly for baboon, baboon, <laughs> um, and monkeying around, uh, and two on the groom sweat. Jay is looking exceptionally sweaty after that one <laughs> sorry oh god i feel the pressure awful. now I, anyway. I love how bob from blackadder gave that speech as well bob yeah <laughs> cockney bob hello bob Lou, bob i'm definitely not a woman uh definitely not a, I'm a, girl. <laughs> a manly man uh okay right so it's my turn to give the speech no pressure but if i don't get this then uh the whole mission fails so yeah I'll just go with it. Okay. Come on. You got this. The funny story about the time that uh, Jason got arrested while we were paintballing, uh, he likes to think of himself as a bit of an action man. And we all started going out and paintballing. And it was all very uh, sporting at first. But then Jay saw a bit of red and he sort of turned a bit and suddenly had his top off and he put bits of mud under his eyes like Rambo. Suddenly he starts running around and shooting people with military precision, at which point he runs away from the paintballing base and we all have to chase after him. He then comes across two police officers and he starts shooting at them right under under their armour, sort of above the back of the legs, you know, around their sort of butt cheeks. I guess you could say he was a bit of a crack shot. Um, <laughs> but then they very arrested him and he spent the rest of the time in uh, in a jail cell for a little while and that's the speech thank you very much that was, that was three that excellent was stories and with those three excellent stories delivered to the crowd 
who have been politely golf clapping up to this point all get up to their feet and you're greeted with thunderous, thunderous applause and continued laughing. Worship us, Jay yes. starts to essentially waterboard himself under his own sweat. Yay. I'll the here gauges it. for groans and groom sweats both reach three on the speechometer, 3,000. You hear a little chime from it, followed by a click. The little trapdoor in the bottom opens up, dropping something metal into the centre of the room. And I don't want to hurry you, but you have one minute remaining. Okay, I'm going to grab the metal Yeah, thing. grab the key and um, unlock the DJ booth. It is indeed a large silver key with a large key ring bearing the letter J hanging from the end. Congratulations, you have found the key J. As oh. requested, you go and insert it into the DJ booth. The booth opens up and you're surprised by how much easier DJing is than you expected, <laughs> as this appears to just contain an iPod plugged into an aux cable. <laughs> you press play and guests Amazing. get up from their tables to watch the bride and groom take their first dance to the tune of Get Low by Lil Wayne and Ludacris. <laughs> and I'm stopping the timer there Yay. with four seconds Yay. remaining. That'll do. The bride and groom dance majestically and then motion for the rest of the party to join them. You do so and the whole thing gets into full swing. Waiters appear at your shoulders with a seemingly endless supply of gin and tonics and soon everyone is so blind with familial love and alcohol that they can no longer tell that you're imposters. What a lovely, lovely evening. The hours swing by, shoes and jackets are discarded and you'll find yourselves at the head of a conga congering along in a human snake that stretches out of the venue and is soon congle trotting down the road. Gin and exhaustion blur your perception of time until you realise that the music has long since faded away and you're now at the head of a conga with no under congoese. Even worse, you appear to no longer be in the lovely countryside but are instead in a jungle surrounded by cross-looking militant chaps with assault rifles. You've congoed all the way to the Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> How are you going to get out of this scrape? Find out next week. And you've solved my puzzle. Well done, folks. Hey, Yay, well done, guys. That was a good team effort. I wondered why it was 40 minutes. Because I was like, that's odd. That's like, uh, and it's because we have to usual. use our brain <laughs> and actually create something. <laughs> You all did a fabulous job. I thought you did a lovely job of uh, doing those speeches. Oh. Um, Bailey, I can see why you why yours took so long to write. It was a proper, like, I was really kind of like, I felt like I was along for the ride on that one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I should have just gone, yeah, we uh, went to the gorillas and got kicked out. Yay. Like that. Looking around. Baboon. Woo. And, and Jordan, that was a wonderful walk to the the crack shot. I thought that was just delightful. I came up with crack shot and then I had to work backwards and find work. a story. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like it. Oh no, that was great. I oh, and yours, Alad. It was all. It was all great. It was all good. That was a good one. Oh, Very sinister. I'm glad you did do one. I'm I always like. sinister, Mike. It was a bit sinister, <laughs> Alad. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> So this this episode for for those who haven't guessed uh, in the listening is uh, very loosely based on a wedding that several of us several of us attended earlier this week. It was the wedding of dear Danny and Amy Nichols. Uh, it was a fantasticus day, uh, a great time, uh, and yes, I'd just like to dedicate this episode to them and their endless love. Oh, lovely! Oh. Congratulations. Hmm. Yeah. Well, folks. Join us next time to find out how the gang escape from being in the Democratic Republic of Congo, surrounded by cross people with guns. So thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. 
If you've enjoyed the episode, you can get in touch with us via Facebook and Twitter. We are at tier underscore podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you again next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.